It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Reds Podcast on a Wednesday night, coming to you from my house, my home office. Great to be with you on Twitter, at James Erpine, at Locked On Reds. We got some breaking Matt Harvey news. We'll also recap the past two days of Reds baseball. One good win. One ugly loss. We'll do it all right now on the Locked on Reds podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast, which is a daily podcast that gives you your Reds fix for a variety of ways, or in a variety of ways, excuse me, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Every podcast also posted at LockedOnReds.com. My guy, Jeffrey Carr, coming at you with game recaps and uh, preview series previews and so much more the Reds well they're Wrigley bound after dropping two of three to the Brewers at Miller Park we're going to recap both of those but let's get to the news of the day the news of the evening and this broke uh, at seven twenty-two eastern time so about an hour ago Robert Murray of the Athletic covers the Brewers for the Athletic said Reds Matt Harvey claimed on revocable waivers by an unknown team, sources tell him and C. Trent Rosecrans. And, and here's what I'll say about this. Because to me, it, it's very interesting, right? It, it's, it's very interesting, the possibility of Matt Harvey. Who would be interested in him? I wouldn't be if I was a contender. I'll, I'll tell you right now. Zero chance. Um, but if you're the Reds, I would take a box of rocks for Matt Harvey right now. You have a 6 man rotation and Robert Stevenson who we'll talk about today wasn't great today but ultimately that's okay like you're not going anywhere you're 56 and 71 what's the point of keeping Matt Harvey around like so anything that this team offers the Reds they're in a bad spot because they can't really negotiate much what are they going to say they've waited too long they there's a fine line between playing hard to get and then waiting too long, <laughs> the Reds have waited too long. There's been times, and I'm sure you guys have bought cars before and had to go to car dealerships. Sometimes you can play hard to get and it works. Other times it doesn't work, right? And, and on, on this day, it's like the Reds are the car salesman. And there were teams that probably approached them before the trade deadline and said, hey, what do you want from Matt Harvey? And their asking price was too high. That car salesman's price was too high. And they try to negotiate, try to, to, to do what they can. But there's been times where you've walked away, right? Where you've said, nope, see ya. That happened at the deadline to the Reds. And I was okay with that. I didn't crush them for that. A lot of fans did. And, and a lot of analysts did. And the reason was because of this. I thought they would use the month of August to get something of value in return for Matt Harvey and it hasn't happened. Now, he's had a couple quality starts recently. Pitched uh, six and a third, I believe, over the weekend, which was great. But the reality is, if Matt Harvey's value is this low, if Matt Harvey's value is so low and he's a free agent to be, and he's probably not going to be a difference maker for a contender, what do you expect to get? And that's the reality we live in when we talk about a potential Matt Harvey trade. So my guy, um, Chad Dotson of RedLegNation.com, he said two things on this. One, yeah, try to work out a deal. If you can't, just give him away to the team that wants him. And I buy that. I would do that. 
Because the the reality is, is you want to see Robert Stevenson and Luis Castillo and Homer Bailey stuck here. And, and, and Anthony DiScafani, you want him to get reps. You want all these young guys to get reps, period. And the last thing you want to do is leave Matt Harvey around to take reps away. Who would I rather start? Robert Stevenson getting an extra start or two? Or a guy like Matt Harvey who's not going to be here? I'll take the first one. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Let's uh, let's dive into it because yesterday was a fun, fun game for the Reds who uh, gave up. It was rough at the beginning, 4 nothing early. And uh, Sauramano struggled. It was ugly. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was ugly early and often for Sal. And it's, it's one of those things where he showed the ability to rebound, ended up getting in pitching, lasting five innings, gave up seven hits, five earned runs, but not a great outing. Better than his previous, but certainly not good when you give up four runs in the first inning. But he did recover. Michael Lorenzen pitched well. An inning, gave up a hit, walked one, but that was it. Cody Reed came on, pitched well. Uh, Hernandez gave up a couple runs, but Rossell Iglesias came in and finished her off, even though he gave up a couple of hits, pitched uh, one and two-thirds innings to get the save. Uh, actually, he got the win, excuse me. Uh, he did not get the save. He got the win because the Brewers tacked on two in the ninth, or two in the eighth, excuse me, to tie it up at seven. And then uh, Scooter Jeanette, how about Scooter? He's been lighting it up. Scooter Jeanette has been killing it. And it's it's one of those things where he was up and down. And, and today he went 0 for 4. And we'll talk about what the Reds did today in a 4-0 loss to Milwaukee. But up until yesterday, he had, I, I think it was 12 hits over the past four games or five games. Jeanette was 2 for 4 yesterday. Um, it got his average up. Yeah, he hit three more RBIs. And to me, this is good to see. You want to see how Jeanette was going to respond. He's got 19 home runs on the year, hitting 310, 75 RBIs. If he can get to that 100 RBI mark, how great would that be? If he can continue to hit above 300, excuse me, that's my computer. If he could hit above 300, that would be ideal. And uh, right now he's locked in at 310. We'll see if he could continue that. But yeah, Reds win yesterday. It was a really weird game. Um, Really weird. I mean, Philip Irvin... Had an RBI, a couple of hits. One of his hits hit off an umpire, and it wasn't going to be a hit. Billy Hamilton was 2 of 5 from the plate. The Reds, they hit the crap out of the ball, uh, finishing with 14 hits. The Brewers finished with 13 hits and two errors. And the Reds, they did improve to 56 and 70. Up next, though, we'll discuss what happened today at Miller Park, a 4 nothing loss to the Milwaukee Brewers. And we'll look ahead to a weekend in Chicago at Wrigley, That's going to involve me. Yes, I'm going to Wrigley this weekend. We'll discuss that next on the Locked On Reds podcast. So today the Reds lost and they dropped to 56 and 71 on the year. Milwaukee improved to 71 and 58 on the season. And while this was just a matter of one team hit some and one didn't, the Reds finished with zero runs, five hits, no errors. The Brewers, four runs, 14 hits, no errors. And uh, Robert Stevenson takes the loss, now drops to 0-2 in the big leagues this year. Gave up nine hits, four in runs, walked three, struck out four. And it was better. Not great. It was better. I want to see him continue to get opportunities and chances. So that ties into the whole Matt Harvey thing at the top of the show. Uh, Wandy Peralta came in, gave up three hits, no runs, one walk in two innings. Amir Garrett came on 
and pitched the eighth inning, gave up two hits, walked one, but no um, no runs given up there either. But ultimately, that's something to build on. It is for Robert Stevenson. I know the bar is low, and it should be low, but that is something to build on, and we'll see if it can continue. Um, if he could continue to improve and be better and better and better, I want to see it. And that's part of the reason why, if I'm the Reds, I'm finding a way to get rid of Matt Harvey. They held on to him too long. Lost its value. Now no one wants to buy the car on the lot. And it's the end of the month. You know what happens then? Discount prices. Discount price. Remember they say end of the month, end of the year. I got my car in 2000. It's an 09 because I, you know, I'm super rich. Um, but I, I drive a 2009 Chevy Malibu. And I bought it in 2011. Uh, or 2010. It was at the end of 2010 going into 2011, or maybe it was 11 going into 12. It's neither here nor there. But the reality was, is they wanted to get it off their lot. And it was the the most, is the best deal I could find in the city that I negotiated. Because why? It was like December 30th. They wanted to get the car off the lot. So Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to me. Um, Oh boy, was it. But uh, yeah, stuck with an 09 Malibu now, if anybody wants it. But the reality is, is that that's where you're at with Matt Harvey. This team should un- unleash him. Let him go. Send him wherever. and it, Whatever team that claimed him. And maybe by the time you hear this, we know what team claimed him. I'll tweet it out at James Rapine. But that's why I would move on. you got to. To get to see Robert Stevenson more. In Sal Romano, get him more starts. This every sixth day thing, that cuts into starts now. You're cutting into starts that Luis Castillo could get. That some of these guys could get. Even Homer Bailey. I don't think he's going to be a part of the future. But... I'd rather see him and I'd rather him get healthier and healthier and, and more reps and repetitions as, as a healthy pitcher because those have been so few and far between for him in recent seasons that, yeah, I'm okay with watching him. Matt Harvey, they're not re-signing him. They're not. I know it. So, and even if you are, I don't get why you wouldn't have traded him. The offers must have been awful or they might have played too hard to get. I don't know. Maybe they thought they'd rebuild his value, but it'll be interesting to see. As for the Reds, now 56-71, and 71, they head to Wrigley for a four-game series against the Chicago Cubs. 8.05 start, uh, first pitch tomorrow night, Thursday night. Uh, a 2.20 start on Friday, a 2.20 start on Saturday, and a 2.20 start on Sunday, which I wasn't even sure what time the start was. Now I got it. Going to Wrigley. Don't even have tickets yet. But you know what I'm going to use? The Vivid Seats app in vividseats.com by the way if you haven't used it yet try it out use promo code locked on and you'll get 10 percent off your order that's what i'm going to use when i go to wrigley let's preview the pitching matchups for the weekend and uh let's look into pulling it up here computer obviously slow but to me it'll be interesting and i know we talked about it this week a lot how the reds fare against these teams now you're talking about teams like the brewers they took one of three against the team that is desperately fighting, clawing, and trying to make its way to where? To the playoffs. And more than that, the NL Central crown. So it'll be interesting to see if that happens. Anthony DiScalfani on the mound tomorrow for the Reds. Comes in with a 6-3 record, a 4.12 earned run average. I've been very impressed with Anthony DiScalfani going up against Cole Hamels. Yes, that Cole Hamels, who's 8-9 on the year with a 4.0 ERA on Friday, 
the Reds will look to take game two of the series at Wrigley. Matt Harvey, potentially on the mound, depending on what happens there, comes in 6-7 and seven record, a 4.91 earned run average, going up against Tyler Chatwood, who's 4-6 and six on the season with a 5.22 ERA. And then on uh, Saturday and Sunday, which, look, I-, I just hope that the Reds win Sunday when I'm there. I want them to at least take one of these games. Sunday's got to be the game because I'll be there, and how fun would that be? Luis Castillo on the mound Saturday for the Reds with the two, uh, 221st pitch against um, the C- Chicago Cubs. He comes in with a 7-10 record, 4.86 earned run average. Going up against Jose Quintana, who's 10-9 and on the year, a 4.36 earned run average. And uh, we'll see... How Castillo can do. I, I think he's about to burst out of his show and finish this year strong and give us a glimpse of what we're going to see next year. And then Homer Bailey. Hey, how about this? I'm asking for a Reds win on Sunday. Homer Bailey's on the mound. They're 1 in 16 when he pitches this year. 1 in 16. He's 1 in 11 with a 6.21 earned run average. And he's going up against Kyle Hendricks, who's 9 in 10 on this season with a 4.04 ERA. Something tells me. I'm not going to get my wish that the Reds are going to win. Something tells me that. They're not winning Sunday. <laughs> I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Thanks for listening to this. I know it's weird. It sounds a little different because I'm not in the studio. I'm in my home office. But uh, it's good. It's good that I waited because I got to recap today's game that they lost 4 nothing. I got to talk about the Matt Harvey stuff that broke about an hour ago. And uh, we will be back at it tomorrow with the Locked on Reds podcast follow on twitter at james or at locked on reds you can subscribe on itunes google play spotify stitcher get your daily reds fix every single weekday right here on the locked on reds podcast hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today 